Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We are definitely live tonight. We got the beacon inside the studio going off, and there's some girl <laughs> running down the hallway. Either there's a fire here, or we're live. That's right. I don't know which one. Let's I hope just do the show anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, crazy news going on in the uh, in the world these days, right? Tons. It's insane. You know, just when I think I'm shocked, when I can't be shocked anymore, I get more shocked. I know. There was that article uh, one of our friends sent us. It was uh, the first transgender to have first transgender man to have a baby that just came out in the news so it's a woman that became a man right but had a baby with a man okay. wait 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 so wait <laughs> wait Let's... so the <clears throat> woman that became a man is with a man so are they homosexuals See, that's the whole thing. It's no, 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 because she is. So the girl, there's okay. She started off as a woman as at birth, right? She's a woman. Then yeah. she started taking hormones and you know testosterone and all right. that stuff. Started growing a beard right. and the whole thing, right? And then she had a baby with another man. So he's not gay because if he was gay, he would like a man. But she's a transgender man. I'm getting more confused. Exactly. So she's a woman by birth. Uh-huh. Right. But she wants but to be a man. But she looks like a man now. She wants to be a man. But she's a woman because she just had a baby well, with yeah. a man. Right. So I don't understand he, that. So, why? so there's, a, there's a lot of multiples here. So <laughs> so he could be gay because he likes this man woman now. Mm-hmm. Right. Transgender. But then she's a man. She wants to be a man. And she likes a man. So that right. makes her gay. But she's not because she likes a man and she was a woman. Right. So if she liked a woman, she'd be gay because she's really a woman. So basically what's <laughs> happening in this world, it's again, insane. I'm, dude, seriously, I can't even keep up with this stuff anymore. Then they just pass a new thing, right? There was a new, um, there was a new, uh, law? a new, not a new law, but they just passed this new thing for the homosexual community and it's called, uh, you know, it's like the LGBT and then the LGBTQ. And yeah. like all, they just added another one. Another letter? They just added another letter, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or something like that. Then there was an article that came out in the news yesterday, which headlines, what, 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 was, what was that article about the family? The whole, the, family, the whole family is transgender. Yes, the entire family. I don't understand that. And what is it, what is it saying? And, where, and where's their source? Let me see. Oh, my god! Let's look at the other source, too, so listeners can actually look it up. Okay, so this articles. one's from the Daily Mail about the transgender family. Transgender family. Modern and, family. Mom, yes. dad, 11-year-old son, and daughter, 13, all identify as transgender. Mm-hmm. And, and what else? Let's see. Logical parents of two transgender children was assigned female gender at birth and is a transgender man. So basically they had these two kids mm-hmm. and they decided what they were going to be. They decided. Yeah. The parents. Yes. Hmm. They assigned them transgender. Yes. That is crazy. So it's not like, I mean, these kids which I mean, they didn't pick it. Yeah, they didn't pick it. They assigned it 
And so now this is how they're living. And where's that article? Tell, tell the resource so people can look it up. Dailymail.com. Dailymail.com mm-hmm. has this article. Yeah. So, and I've seen the photo. Yes. And the, the husband is a woman, transgender, yes. and the wife, <laughs> it looks like a man, transgender. Yes. And then they assign the kids to be different. Yes. And now they just also passed a new law that says... You could ha- you have to either say your kid's a male or a female or what was it was what was the next one or non general neutral general neutral did you hear about that one no yeah so now when you have a kid you could name him general neutral you don't have to state what <laughs> is that is that just in are. California or is that across the whole United States I don't know people have lost their minds people have lost their minds yeah and this is the thing of catering to you know this kind of nonsense that. Um, it confuses so many people. Understand, people are hurting, you know, and people are confused uh, with their identity. Um, but amplifying that by instituting new things to cater to them isn't going to help them in the long run. Obviously, we, we got to pray for this nation. We got to pray for the world. It's not just here in the United States of America, obviously. It's all across the world. Um, and, and the Bible talks about the confusion that's going to take place in the last days. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much unrest in every platform uh, nowadays. We've seen the vision uh, in our nation, all around the world too, mm-hmm. wars um, that are taking place as well. Um, horrible catastrophes. We're here in Southern California, and we have been hit with major fires all across Southern California. Right. A fireman just lost his life the other day. There's a lot of unrest in, in multiple areas uh, across this world, and and we do got to pray. We definitely got to pray for the nation. It is it is definitely getting so confusing out there right now. And I just, you know, I was reading these articles over the last couple of days. And it's interesting that you just said that about, uh, you know, the last days, how there is going to be confusion. I was listening mm-hmm. to Chuck today and he was teaching in Luke chapter 19 or 20. And uh, he was just talking about the end times, you know, how it is going to, people are going to become lovers of themselves. And there's going to be, you know, rumors of wars and and, you know, the people are going to go after things on themselves and, and get their right. eyes on follow other gods. And they're going to deny that God is real and just go after creation instead of the creator. And right. there's just going to be all this confusion and stuff. And it's just so crazy how it's the enemy. It's the enemy at work. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to get because I'm asking God, I'm like, what is going on in this whole situation? But mm-hmm. the enemy, Satan, is trying to attack our youth. Right. And if he could get them confused with just like identity with who they're if they who they like guy or girl right that's a huge thing that's, that's a huge thing mm-hmm. of confusion when the kids are growing up in this world that's already confusing right yep. i mean i remember when i was younger growing up in this world and even when you would see stuff that was like x-rated or or you know triple x you you accidentally come across it you look at it and you don't really understand what's going on in there but now we live in this generation and this time with technology that everything's at our fingertips and these this generation is getting exposed to so much stuff. It's very confusing, especially right. when you're developing and you're, you know, and you're in your um when you're developing, you're putting your own judgment on what sexuality is and what sex is and, and all that stuff at a young age. When you're developing it naturally, yeah, even through like God's lens or through the word of God. But then now you're growing up in school and you're in, you know, first grade, second grade. Your brother was in the daughter was in what grade where they were they were, they had a book they were they were pushing homosexuality. I think it was about a year and a half ago, two ago. Mm-hmm. So I think it was his son actually, his oldest son, Braden. And yeah, they were the teacher was instituting a book that um, had a lot of this agenda in it. My brother had to, what to grade bring was it up. this? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's starting so young when 
I mean, whatever happened just raising these kids as, right. as, as kids. Right. And you just, not pushing you, these agendas. You just said it right now, too, because as kids grew up, you know, um, when they're going through the different junior high, yeah. even. I know elementary, they're getting hit already. But, you know, you think about, about junior high and you're going through like the attraction and uh, of uh, the opposite sex and stuff that's going through your mind, the different changes your body's going through, the insecurities that you're wrestling with uh, in- inside you. And to have this kind of agenda pressing you, um, it's so easy for people to be like, well, I feel this particular way, so maybe I'm this. Mm-hmm. To me, the ba- biggest danger is not being um, comfortable with the way God created you. Right. And it's like, well, I don't like the way that I am, or you know, I want to change myself in this way, that way. And they're changing all this stuff. Right. That, trying to the, find happiness or fulfillment. The thing is, is that, you know, like, you know, like you were saying, Sean, it's like they're growing up and all of a sudden it's like there's an alien in their body when their hormones kick in because they mm-hmm. don't know what to do with them. They're so strong. And so, I mean, to me, and I could be wrong, but if, you know, at one point a girl or or a boy, whatever, like even thought about the opposite, I mean, same sex, it's like to me, like their hormones are so crazy but it, it's like, what do you do with that? Like, you know, it's like, hey, where are the parents letting them know, hey, you know what? Okay, like, I get that, but this is the way it is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because right. it's like, yes, our society is crazy. So are those thoughts going to come to their heads? Mm-hmm. I think absolutely. But it's the parents or somebody in their life that needs to set them straight and not be like, well, that's just wrong. You can't be thinking that way, but say, you know what? Okay, like this is what our society's pushing. This is why you might have those thoughts or feelings, but it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Let me take you to the word of God and show you where it's wrong because this is our guide. This is our path. This is where this is where we get all our information and this is what we need to follow. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like Chuck was saying the other day, he was talking about um when he told Saul to go in and kill all the Amalekites and he was saying how, you know, that's a type of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, a lot of people have a problem with that passage because he told them to kill the women and children and people are like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, the Lord would want to do that to these innocent people. He's like, but you cannot keep any portion of your flesh alive because people, he was saying that people think, Oh no, I, there's a good part that I want to keep alive that I'm going to hold on to. I'm not going to kill my entire flesh or die to my entire flesh. Mm. I'm going to keep this good part. And he's like, and that's what happens. You think that you can hold on to that good part, but it's sin. No matter what, it's sin. You have to kill your entire flesh. You cannot keep any of it. Mm -hmm. Your body appetites, 100%. And weren't the Malachites, those guys were doing like baby sacrifice. They're worshiping Molech and Ashtoreth. Because people say, oh, well, why'd they go kill those babies? And well, or kill all these people. Uh-huh. Well, probably because they were worshiping the God of Moloch and Ashraf. They were burning their babies alive. Right. And they were doing, they were having all kinds of crazy sexual practices and doing all kinds of vile things. So that is the reason why God wanted to eliminate them so that God's people wouldn't join with them and get caught up in all this crazy stuff. Right. right? And that's exactly a good illustration, like you said, of the flesh is the flesh does all this vile stuff in our life. Mm-hmm. This is why we have to destroy every every part of it. Yeah, yeah. And that whole that whole uh, philosophy that the the world is buying into you leads you into bondage, just like mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be what you think it's going to be. 
you're going to have to now change something else. It's just like when so people do all these different surgeries and everything, all changing themselves in so many ways, but then before you know it, it becomes their slave. They're slave to it. Right. And they're not free. They don't have joy. They don't have peace. Um, you were saying a minute ago, like, a true relationship with the Lord comes by denial of self and acknowledging, like, dude, I do have issues. Mm -hmm. I do have problems. I need the Lord to um, reveal himself to me. And that's where the journey of a relationship with the Lord begins. Exactly. You know, it's not just trying to put a smorgasbord. Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, live this kind of lifestyle, and then I'm going to be good. It doesn't work that way. No. Nope. Not at all. Let me give the number out. It's 888 564 888-564-6173. You're listening live with Ryan Reese. We do have Sean McKeon and Melinda Reese in studio. And uh, we're just opening up the phone call or the phone for you guys to call. Um, maybe you have a question, a little faith story, you know, faith question. Um, maybe you're going through some some stuff in your life right now, some, some issues, some trials, and uh, you need someone to talk to. We're here. Um, all night. Well, not all night, but we're here for the next hour. <laughs> you know, you know, let me give it out of here. Triple eight, five, six, four, six, one, seven, three. I will give Melinda's number out, her cell phone. She'll yeah. be around all, yeah. night, all night. You can call me. <laughs> can you believe we're coming to the end of a year, 2017? No. A couple of weeks away. I cannot I mean, wait. <laughs> it's been 17? a rough year. 17? Oh, dude. Get it like I've heard 17? a lot of people say that lately. Hate 17's been it. a rough year Hated for a lot it. of people. Really? Huh? I've heard a lot of people saying that lately. 2017 has been a rough year for a lot of people. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's we're been, coming it's been, to it's the been end. good and bunk at the same time. But I think that's the way it's going to go from now on. Yeah. Because the times are getting so bad that we're just going to see it get worse. And we're going to go through more because Satan's mad and yeah. he sees his time is at an end. So he's going to come after us even harder and t attack us, you know. Way more than, yeah. you know, before because he wants to make sure that he gets everybody he can in hell. I was talking about this last night. Mm -hmm. In the last probably four months, I have seen people dealing with some of the most gnarliest spiritual warfare mm -hmm. um, as, far, as far as those that I know in ministry. People that I know that are right on, it's still right on, but of going through trials, going through testings, whether it's through the relationships, whether it's through the workplace or financially or physically. Right. I've seen a lot of people get tested. Um, and, the, you know, the Bible even says that in the last day, will the Son of Man find faith? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a battle of people losing heart. Sometimes you can lose heart when you start going through a lot of trials and testings. Like you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You don't see things getting better. You mm -hmm. only, you see things getting worse. Right. And um, it's very easy. So I've, I've been able to minister to a lot of people in this tail end of, of the year. And that's why I was saying, they were saying, man, 2017, oh, I can't wait till it's over. Right. Looking for a, a brand new start. But you know what? It's even if you're out there and you're one of those people um, you got to understand, too, you know, David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Uh, for, for David, he recognized, even though he was going through a tough time, a dark time, it was just a shadow. Just like when you were a kid, you're walking down a hallway, you see a big old shadow, mm -hmm. you get intimidated, but it's really just your own shadow or something that isn't really uh, intimidating. Right. You got to realize that God is real. God has a plan for your life. He will direct your steps even in these times of, of testing and trial. And as we said, there's maybe some tough things in 2017, but there are also, also some great things. Uh, Ryan's been talking a lot 
over the last couple of months about what God's done on all the high school campuses here in Southern California. He went to Seattle, went to San Diego, uh, went to Albuquerque, went multiple places. We Mexico. talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mexico mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so God's opened up a huge door um, in the high schools and the Kill the Noise Tour. They're still booking, will be booking into 2018 as well. You can go to the info at thewhosoevers.com. A lot of cool things taking place with the Kill the Noise Tours, right, Ray? Yeah, we got like, um, I don't know, I think we've done like 15 schools so far. I think we have another 40 schools uh, already booked right now from starting. I think a total, I think it's around a total of like 54 to 56 schools total for this year so far, wow. which last year we did 15. So we've quadrupled. So, you know, God is doing amazing things. Um, God's doing amazing things in, in the high schools and everywhere we go, kids are getting saved like crazy. And um, I believe, too, like when you when you are serving God, you know, this is for the, for the believers that are listening. When you are serving God, you know, we go through trials and tribulations and storms and, and situations in our life because it produces Christian character. Mm-hmm. You know, um, personally, you know, I've been going through a lot of stuff this last year. There have been a lot of high moments because you're seeing all these people get saved. Right. But then there's been other stuff that's been going on in my life as well. And I just know, I just go like, why? Why, God? Mm-hmm. Why am I going through certain things? But I know at the end of the day that, you know, he's, he's, you're, you're getting that character. Right. He's producing that character. And um, if you don't go through things in your life, then you don't get that character. Yeah. You know right. how it is. Yeah. And then what's awesome too, what's so amazing is you get to share with other people that are going through Things stuff, there's not stuff. been one thing in my life that I went through that I wasn't able to share in my weakness with someone else's weakness right. that they've been through. You know, that's mm-hmm. just the way that's just the way it goes down. Mm-hmm. So even though when we're like, man, why? I'm just like, all right, God, like, what are you trying to teach me? Show right. me, show me the way. And um, so there is always um, good things happening. And then there's always the enemy in different things. And that's just that's just the life that that we're here on this earth. And that's why it's crucial that. We, we, um, we focus on what we're here for, what God wants to do in our lives, how we can be family men, how we can be husbands, how we can be fathers, how we can be, you know, wives, mothers, you know, how we can raise our kids, how we can be in the workplace, how we can reach out to our neighbors. I mean, just that's why we're here on this earth. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ is coming. I mean, I, like I said, I was going through this Chuck Smith CD today and he was just talking about the, you know, about the, what the rapture is going to come. Mm-hmm. The rapture will come soon. You know, I don't know when, but any day now. And um, these are the signs of the times. This is why it's important that we are in tune to what God's doing and we reach as many people as possible. When you look around, I mean, <laughs> we just like we were talking about that earlier at the beginning of the show, the whole transgender thing. Like there's there's so much stuff happening right now, even just with like musicians and everything through social media. The stuff that people are seeing, you know, in that little feed, that one Explorer feed. and yeah. I mean, dude, you could just flip through there and you're like, dude, this the content that's out is just, yep, and this insane. is what everyone's watching. This is becoming right. the norm. You be, people are becoming calloused exactly. to, to gnarliness, yep. right? you know? And people on the other end are using that stuff to their advantage too. Like media is so attractive in so many ways. So there's people on the other side that's trying to pull you and the enemy's uh, using people too to try to pull you, to allure you to different sites, to different images, and mm-hmm. open up this whole box of create, you know, your imagination. Right. So your imagination can run wild, and then before you know it, it captures you. 
and engulfs you and destroys relationships, marriages. Mm-hmm. We talk about this this issue of transgender, and we see all of the stuff of the confusion. Now, I truly believe a lot of it has to do with the breakdown of the home. Right. You know, because of over 50% uh, uh, marriages in the divorce in the church, outside the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so kids are growing up um, with broken homes, with uh, families or dads that have left or moms that have left. They dealt with them all. Um, and by then, um, there's so many challenges. You know, obviously there's amazing stories where God still does a work through the lines and um, the, the kids grew up fine, but there's others that are so affected in, in so many ways that they don't have respect for that family mm-hmm. unit any longer, or they don't even know what it looks like. You right. know, it doesn't really know what a dad's role is supposed to be, or right. you have a children, you didn't really have a dad. So things become very uh, confusing for a lot of people. And, you know, um, I, I come from a divorced family mm-hmm. and... You know, I, I wasn't, I mean, my parents, like out of a bad situation, they made the best of the situation in the sense that I never, like I was parented and disciplined by them together. Whenever there was an issue, they came together and they decided how they were going to, you know, discipline me or my brother. And we spend every holiday together. That's rare, right? Yeah, yeah. very yeah. rare. Yeah. Every birthday together. I mean, like, they're friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? And their um, new wife and new husband, they're friends. So the four of them, at one point, can go out to dinner, just the four of them. Right. It doesn't have to be that the kids are involved in any way, shape, or form. And so, to me, it's like, you know, if if you're in that situation... And you are divorced. I mean, that's what you want to strive for. Yeah. You want to strive to make a, you know, there. This is a worse situation, but to make it the best you can, and that mm-hmm. is come together. And the only way that that's that could happen is obviously is that if you are, you know, truly seeking the Lord and not thinking about yourself, because, you know, you got a divorce for a reason, mm-hmm. and that reason obviously was self. Because what does the Bible say about divorce? He hates divorce. You know, I mean, yes, there are reasons, but infidelity and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that all divorce is wrong, but you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, it's like, it's because you were unhappy. Correct. And are you happy 110% of the time in your marriage? I mean, I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. You go through hard times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you and you have to just endure it and you have to, you know, move past it and work it out because the grass isn't greener. You know? Okay, so you're gonna divorce this person. You might not have the same problems with the next person, but you're gonna have problems. So work out the problems you have with the first person because it just gets worse. And when you have kids, they don't have a choice. You're making the choice for them to have to go and deal with this. And when they have to deal with this, that's when all this stuff comes in. Depression, being alone more than they are with you, not having a dad in the home or not having a mom in the home. And that's not God's design. That's not how he planned it at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, the, what you brought up right now, I think is very important, very heavy, because that is what it is. Our, the self aspect is what can get us in so much trouble in a lot of ways. We'll make stupid decisions. And, and that's what the world caters to. Mm-hmm. If you don't like this, change it. Right. If you're not happy, change it. Mm-hmm. Where there's not that um, sacrifice. Right. And like that willingness to, to learn, to grow. 
in marriage for sure. You have to die to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to sacrifice your time. You have to sacrifice different things in your life. There, there's no possible way for it to work. It's it's crazy that it's a crazy time we live in too because a lot of guys don't even want to get married. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like, no way because mm-hmm. everyone's getting divorced. Right. Like no one. I mean, I could name a handful of people that are like. I'm not getting married mm-hmm. because that's like basically what's going on in the society. There's just all this get married, get divorced. It's just right. like you go through, you go through uh, wives like you go through cars, you know? Exactly. It's um, so everyone's like scared and shook and not trying to get into a, to a commitment. Right. You know, and then, they would just rather live together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And there's no commitment. And so then, you know, if it doesn't work out, what, what does it really matter? You know? Yeah, and that's not the solution. No. I mean, you're, you're basically married. You're basically married, you know? And for that poor girl that thinks that this guy is going to somehow, someday propose. Mm. Well, she's giving him no reason to. No, because he's getting the milk for free, right. basically. So why Absolutely. is why is he going to, you know, yeah. put a ring on it when he gets it for free? Yeah. There's yep. no reason for him to do it. There's no reason for and him to come in. And you wouldn't even believe how many people are in those situations. Oh, tens. Dude, it's crazy. And then they'll even they'll even have the kids, and then they'll still be not get married. Right. The whole thing, and you're just like, dude, make yeah. an honest woman out of that girl. Exactly. You know? Yeah, for get, sure. Get married, and then and then they grow up, and then the kids like, in this situation where, well, no, we live together, but my parents aren't married, mm-hmm. and we both have different last names, and the whole thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Turns into a whole. That's a whole. That's a whole another situation. Exactly. That's the, when the kid starts growing up with these little issues. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's why God designed it. Man, woman, get married. Yep. Have kids. Right. Same last name. Come as one. I mean, no, no marriage is perfect. Obviously, you know, but you just got to go for it. You know, you got to keep just communicating and, and working it out. And it doesn't work out overnight sometimes. Right. No. You, know, you just got to no. keep. Just keep. She's keep working through it. Exactly. Because, you know? like, you know, there's so many people that think that, oh, my marriage stinks and this and that, and I can't, you know. I'm gonna just get a divorce or whatever. Right. But that's it's no, it's not it's not it's not the case. It's, it's not, not the solution. It's not. It's not. And the yeah. enemy will come in and he will he will put those thoughts in your mind. Right. Divorce. Oh, you're like it'll be easier. It's way better. It'll be easier. Everyone will be happy. Yeah. Or he he makes, you know, man or woman look at somebody else's marriage and be like, look at their marriage. Look yeah. at look how well they how good their marriage is. Did you see is. them on Instagram? Exactly. They look so, so happy. <laughs> I know. Why am I not that happy? I need. I should be that happy. And so why am I not that happy? And then all of a sudden he's messing with your mind. Well, he he comes home and he helps with the kids, or he comes home and he does stuff around the house. Look at him. I mean, it's look yeah. at him. He has yeah. a rope and all. Look exactly. at those grandkids at twelve at night. Exactly. This guy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, it is. It's crazy. Hey, I've, I've been in a fight before with my wife. You know, we're in a little arguing fight, and uh-huh. we, we just posted a photo. Right. <laughs> so that's not real. Right. <laughs> Looks good. So if you've seen something on Instagram today, and you you're comparing it to your marriage uh-huh. to someone else's, it's not real. It's yeah. not real. <laughs> it's not perfect. Hey, you're listening to live with Ryan Reese. We have Sean McKeon and Melinda Reese in studio, and we're gonna be back in a few minutes. Uh, the number is triple eight five six four. Six one seven three. Maybe you got some uh, questions about marriage. Maybe you're going through a tough time. We want to hear from you. Give us a call, and we will get back to you definitely after the break in a few minutes. And remember this: we are going to public high schools. We are touring like crazy with the Whosoever's Killed the Noise tour. God's opening up doors. 
we um like I said, we have I think fifty four to fifty six schools booked right now, as of now till the end of the year. I would like to add another thirty schools or more. That would be sick. Yeah, we are like man, if we could just double this year, that would be sick. If we could do thirty, right now we're at fifty four to fifty six. Imagine if we uh got up to like seventy, eighty, or ninety. That'd be amazing. That yeah. would be phenomenal. So yeah, if you have a school you want us to get into. Email us or go to whosoever's.com, contact us, and we will literally set up a free date for us to come to your school, give the kids pizza, product, give them the gospel, and then give them Bibles and get them plugged into the Christian club. And the Christian club literally disciples them and gets them plugged into the local church in the area. So it's a it's a great setup. It's happening, and we've been doing this for about two and a half years now, and uh, many kids are are getting saved. It's just It's just amazing. We've been all over from like Seattle to... Mexico to Toronto to where else? I don't know. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. We're all over the place. We want to come to your city, though, for sure. So here's the number one more time before we go to break. Break. 888 Did I say that right? Yep. 6173. <laughs> okay. Also, 6, guys, go to com where you can um, purchase product. Also, uh, you can give to the Whosoever the Cons. Get, it gives the ability to be able to do all of these high school tours, other adventures as well. You believe in the vision. I would encourage you to sign up for a monthly giving program. As little as 10 bucks a month, you can make an impact greatly. Love you guys. We'll be back in two minutes at the other side of this break. More live with Ryan Reese coming up. Everything all right? Sure. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say... Whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Yes, we are back. Good to be with you guys. Just right before the break, we were just talking about a divorce, and divorce is not the solution. Nope. Life gets wild, life gets tough, but the old saying, grass is never greener on the other side. Mm-mm. And God obviously is against divorce, and there is, you know, there is situations, though, where if you're getting beat or, you know, right. you're, you're getting cheated on, that whole thing. Well, God hates that, too. Um, you know, because you've heard people say <laughs> they're like cheating on their wife. Yeah. God hates divorce. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious right now? God hates what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, doesn't want you uh, doing that, man. So anyway, well, we have some uh, phone calls, so we're going to go ahead and start taking some of these. Let me give the number out one more time. It's 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. We'd love to hear from you guys. Tonight, so I'm not going to even pronounce this name. Number one. <laughs> you are not? You go ahead and call it it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maricela. Hi. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> You're live with Ryan Reese. I'm, I'm Sean McKeon, <laughs> Melinda, and uh, Ryan right here. How you doing? What's your question tonight? Are you there? Hello? Oh. Oh, oh. she dropped. Oh, she oh. dropped. But, you know, her comment was there, and her comment was, thanks um, so much for bringing up the subject. Uh, she was battling with a lot of a division in the family. She made reference to uh, Luke chapter 12, 
about um, Christ saying that, do not think I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring pre- peace, but the vision for one will be divided against mm-hmm. uh, a mother and br- brother-in-law. What does that mean? You know, some people right. would stumble over that and be like, what does that mean I'm supposed to hate my family? Right. Like, that's a good thing? Like, no, that's not what he's saying. When, mm-hmm. when Jesus is talking about that, he's talking about the individual call of a relationship with God. Like when you accept Christ, it's a personal thing. And right. your relationship with God, sometimes if your family's not walking with God, it can bring like this division or right. it can bring a, a disconnect between the two. Exactly. And a relationship with the Lord can't can do that. And that's what he's talking about. Right. The, the main thrust of it is that your relationship with the Lord must be number one. That's what it comes down to. But it looks like she'd been going through a lot of stuff on the first side of the break. We were talking about a divorce, right. talking about a lot of things that people have been going through in life. So it was encouragement to her. So thanks, Maricela, for, for tuning in. Well, is that the, the key like to a relationship when you have your wife and you're going through situations and you're both right? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you just go to the Word of God mm-hmm. and then that kind of... All right, let's just go to God's word. Let's just see what he what it right. says, and then that's the final solution. Exactly. It's just a continuing uh, continuing of humbling yourself and asking for forgiveness. And I'm sorry. Oh, and but that's it. hard. It's hard sometimes. I, I'm not saying I have it all figured out. <laughs> I'm just saying that once once you can suck up your pride and get yeah. you know get your head together, that's what you do. Yeah, I'm working on it. Right. <laughs> the crazy thing is, you know, it's hard. It's hard when it's easier you, you, sometimes uh, huh? when you're sometimes. right. It's hard when you're right to to say, "I'm sorry." When you know you're right and they're not getting it or seeing it, and then having to say you're sorry. At least this is the way I think. So I don't know. Yeah, you're like messed me, up. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm never right. <laughs> you know, because then it's like you feel like you're giving in and being like, "You were right. I was wrong." But who cares? Yeah. Who cares? In the big scheme of things, who cares? Do you have to be right? No. The Lord doesn't care. What what did he do like for us? He went to the cross. Was he wrong? No. He was righteous. So why would we expect not to have to take it, you know, on the chin sometimes, you know? Yep. No, for sure. And we're talking about that in marriage. You have to be able to, to give. You have to be mm-hmm. able to yield in some ways, you know, because, you know, back in the day, I don't know how you were like in relationships. You get in a fight argument. You know, some somebody's peeling down the street like, you know, <laughs> or slamming jumping out doors, of the car. just getting flexed, <laughs> just angry, yeah. calling every name in the book, trying to demean them and beat them down in a lot right. of ways verbally. But you, you can't really you can't justify that in the Lord now. You know, you you might find yourself where you start going down that path, but it's not nothing the Lord's going to be pleased with. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, you have to have time where God can speak to you. We'd be like, OK, like or you said. I really feel I'm right. Like, I really feel like I'm right in my heart. But you know what? Me just forcing that over and over, it's not not connecting. I have to be willing to just take some time to pray. And that's what we do Mm -hmm. at different times. Just pray. Just let the, you know, let an hour go by. Let two hours go by. And then just choose to love. And a lot of times it will start healing the process. And then you could tell the person that they were wrong. Exactly. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard uh, Bill Stonebreaker at the Calvary Chapel Conference say, uh-huh. this is the key to marriage. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. And then I tried that. That worked like two times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chris was like, that's going to get old. <laughs> Dang it, Bill. Liar. Exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, great. I lost my headphone. Oh, man. Oh, okay. We're going to have to shut down the whole show. Yeah, exactly. That's right, it's over. Yeah, but Bill, man, that guy's a liar. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna shoot him a text. That's you know? right. Bill, that only worked twice. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's grab a... Uh, Let's give the number out one more time. 888-564-6173. 888-564-6173. Bill Stonebreaker, I love you. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and take DC from Pomona, YMCA. What's up, DC? How you doing? Hey, Ryan. How are you, my brother? We are doing good. Just post it up tonight. What's up? I hear it, man. Hey, you guys are spot on tonight, man. I've been listening from the very beginning. I don't care if you guys were here all night. I'd be listening still. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> hey, the only thing I can tell our youth out there is, is, is what's written in Second Chronicles, where God says that if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face, then I shall heal their land. And that's a promise from the Almighty. That is an amazing verse. That is. 100%. Dude, I love that's actually one of the ones that's been resonating with me the last year. Mm-hmm. That's sick, man. Amen. Thank you so much for that for that call, man. Looking forward to seeing what's happening down there at the Pomona YMCA. Uh, yeah. we don't want we don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but cool things are happening and I'm excited and praying to see what God is going to do in that place in the future. Hey, I believe he's going to heal the land right in the heart of Pomona right there, and we're going to be a part of it, my brother. I cannot wait. I'm excited to be a part. Right on, brother. Amen. Love you, D.C., man. I'll see you soon. All right, Ryan. Bye, man. All right, brother. Peace. See you later. That's cool, man. Yeah. Good that is, stuff. That verse. Humility. Humility yeah. is in everything. You know, that That verse is taken from Solomon, mm-hmm. or the, for the Lord speaking to Solomon about the, the people humbling themselves. Because the, the nation had gotten to a place where it, God wasn't at the forefront or for it to get to the next level, there had to be humility, there had to be trust, there had to be um, a relationship with the Lord that is developed. So, you know, as the show has been going through, a lot of stuff we've been talking about, a lot of marriage stuff, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of divorce stuff, um, you know, the Lord just leads us in the show and different things. Maybe you find yourself going through some of these um, situations and subjects, we encourage you to call in, 888-564-6173. Looks like the, the phone lines are just, a lot of people are trying to get through, and so continue uh, calling through. Right on. Well, I would like to take this call right here, but it looks like they're still typing. Everyone's still typing here. Go <laughs> tell typing, her to, typing, tell typing. Her number, can you tell her to just open up uh, number, number four? four? Yeah, just so we can uh, get that yeah. going. Take that call. And yeah, we'll just take that call and it's going to be epic. We'll see how it goes. Yes. <laughs> the thing is, is that we have to realize is that God allows everything. Mm-hmm. If you remember reading the book of Job, what did, what did Satan do? He went to the Lord and's like, okay, I'm going to go after your, you know, your servant Job. And the Lord was like, yeah, you can do anything, but don't touch his life. So whatever we go through, we can handle because the Lord knows and the Lord's allowing it. Like you said in the beginning of the show, for our character yes, to build this up. 100%. Yeah. No, it's true. It stinks, but yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> All right. I don't make the rules. I just abide by exactly. them. Exactly. All right. We're going to go ahead and take this call from Paris. Hello. Hi. How are you doing tonight? We wanted to take your call. I mean, we, we saw you were on hold, but we wanted to take your call. So what, what's going on tonight? What's your question? Um, question is, if a couple... Um, a married couple, they're both believers, and the husband's got a strong addiction to pornography mm-hmm. and um, has battled it for years and goes to groups and um, tries to overcome it. 
but um, is successful for a period of time and then um, basically falls back into it. And then the wife um, finds out he never discloses it. He just gets caught and then they're back on that vicious cycle again. At what point does the wife say, okay, enough's enough. I can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you need to figure out what you're going to do to overcome this and, um, it's because of the deception, you know, struggling with the wife, just struggling with the deception of the husband continually being deceiving and not being honest and saying, I'm struggling, I'm looking at porn or, you know, what, all that goes with that. Yeah, Sean, how, when you guys have done marriage counseling, because I know you've done tons of marriage counseling, how does that exactly work when we know, because I used to watch pornography, when you're watching porn, mm-hmm. you're basically cheating on your wife or yep. who, yeah, you're mm-hmm. cheating on your wife because you are literally sleeping with whoever's on that screen. Right. And if Jesus says, if you even look at a girl with lust, lust you've committed, you're committed adultery. adultery. Right. So when's enough, enough is enough if they keep going back. And by the way, pornography is very rampant in, in, in not only in the church or not, on, in, not only in the world, but in the church as well. It's a, it's a, it's a big issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, going with what Ryan's saying, as, as Jesus says, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery. He says that adultery actually starts in the heart, you know, and so all those that try to justify pornography that it mm-hmm. isn't as cheating, uh, Jesus put uh, the eyes and the imagination as being a place where it all starts. All sin starts in the heart and in the mind, and then you pursue it. Um, then when Jesus is talking about divorce in Matthew 19, um, he's questioned about, can a man divorce his wife for just any reason? Mm-hmm. And then Jesus would go on to say, um, you guys have made up all these laws and you've made loopholes. I'm paraphrasing. So you can divorce for however you choose. But I say, if a man divorces his wife for any reason other than sexual immorality, he is committing adultery. So Jesus gave one um, way of divorce being justified and that is in sexual immorality and adultery. Now, when it comes to what the Bible speaks about of the forgiveness of God, and I believe that's the highest um, way is as Christ has forgiven us, so we must also do. And we see that all the, through the New Testament, the power of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I can tell you time after time of family situations that I have seen that have been caught in adultery, that have battled with pornography, and when both when the parties are trusting in the Lord, and there is submission on both ends, healing takes place and completely restored. Now, when it comes to this situation, when is enough enough? Or when is she at a place and justified to make this decision? I will say simple as this, when God says to her and speaks to her that it's that time. You will know as you pray and you wait upon God, what next step is it going to be? Because a lot of times, if you're if she's speaking about divorce, but she doesn't have peace, you can't divorce. If she doesn't ha- have peace mm-hmm. in the Lord, there might be justification in multiple areas. But you know, you have children involved. You have to understand that um, you need to be right with this. This isn't a decision to just be made haphazardly. Right. And it gets very hard, as you were, you were saying, when. You don't see no change. You see it's like a yo-yo effect. Mm-hmm. You don't see this guy um, um, listening. 
Um, so, and I'm sure if it's happened this many times, they've probably gone through multiple phases where it's like there's been separation for a time. Um, maybe one of them has moved out at, at a particular time. And if they've gone through those kind of phases and, and nothing is giving in, then you move into this next, this next place. You always have to give the Lord the place to be able to heal and to restore. It is a tough situation. I would definitely um, hope that they have maybe met with a pastor, met with somebody that they would be open to talk to as they are both Christians. This guy is battling with it. Um, but if he has the foundation of the Lord, hopefully um, there's a way to, to heal and to restore um, but it is a very tough situation. I believe pornography is something that Satan is using as a tactic to destroy so many people's lives. Um, so still, I hope that helps a, a little bit. Um, but it's a definitely situation. This this family that's in Paris, California, if they ever need any follow-up, I'd be totally open to talk to them uh, anytime. So you just let us know. Pornography, if, if he really wants to quit, he's going to have to make some serious guidelines in his life. I mean, number one, he needs to be in church, in prayer, he needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost, number one. And number two, he's going to need to set up some guidelines. I, I came out of pornography. Sean did too. And it's gnarly to come out of it because your body, app, I mean, it feels good. <laughs> Let's just say that, right? Mm -hmm. And to stop that, there's no hangover. There's no, you know, if you do drugs and you drink, you're going to feel the garbage sooner or later that night or whatever or t the next morning. Pornography is this whole separate thing. And I can't go into all the statistics mm -hmm. and everything right now, but for a Christian to st stop pornography, he, I tell people, guys come up to me and go, Ryan, you quit. How would you do it? I said, I decided I was going to follow Jesus. And then I decided I wasn't going to go to the, to the internet channels or links where the pornography was. And they go, how'd you do it? I said, well, I go, do you really want to stop? They said, yes. I said, get the internet off your phone, right? Get the internet off my phone. They look at me and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, do you want to stop or not? Right. right. It's like, do you really want to stop? That's that's basically what it comes down to. If he truly wants to stop, he will get rid of the internet at his house and on his phone. That's right. And that's a good start. Yeah. And then get plugged in. You can't have the internet connected to your fingertips if you're trying to stop pornography. Remember that call that we had, what was it, a, two weeks ago, a week ago? And he uh, struggled with pornography and he actually went to, a, there's some type of website that he signed up for that keeps him accountable. Like an app. Yeah, like an app. And Triple X it, has it too. Oh. Triple X Church oh, has, okay. it, has an app. And so if he does go on, it alerts his wife right it's away. Accountability, yes. Yeah, it's accountability, mm -hmm. which, you know, it is an addiction. You need that type of accountability. You have to. Yes. Yeah. Do, look Do you at, have counselors? No counselors that help couples? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor at a church at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs. We meet with people uh, all the time. And if this guys are, are believers, they want to um, um, talk with somebody, we can definitely do it. It's just up to them if they want to, to have that step, make that That's step. Awesome. He, you know what? He, he can do it. I mean, there's power. <laughs> God could do anything mm -hmm. very easily. It just comes down to surrender. And um, it's... It's just like you, I've seen it so many times. People, they just try it. They go back to it. They try it once, and then that opens up the Pandora box again to, like, months. It's like you got to kill the flesh. you got to kill right. those desires. The less you feed the flesh, the less it will live. And the more pornography you open yourself up to, the the, the, the more lust comes in and the more passion for it. Right. You know, so I, I've talked to men all the time that, that come off of it, and they're free of it. They can do it. 
Exactly. But it, it comes down to them really wanting to quit and surrender and follow God 100%. So mm-hmm. there, there is hope. And you could contact us at the church at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. If you, if you guys want to come meet with us, we would, we will, we'll meet with you guys. I'm going to be up at church uh, this Sunday night. If you guys want to come down, I'll meet with them. Or Sean's there. So we're, awesome. uh, we are available for you guys 100%. Thank you very much. Uh, awesome. Take it easy. Okay. God bless. You too. You know, it, pornography, man, it's huge. It is. It is huge. You got you to gotta get rid of the internet if you're, if you're really trying to. To get rid of it. Yeah, you got to make those steps so that there's evidence. And um, again, sacrifice, denial of the self. You know, we can talk about it. Yeah, I want to change. It's the same thing with Mm -hmm. every addiction. Drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. But if you don't take those steps of trust and uh, faith in the Lord, man, and you should want to have like what you were saying, like an app like that or something that Mm -hmm. keeps you uh, transparent in in your life because otherwise... The enemy will play with you in the shadows. Exactly. Look, let's 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 get down to nitty gritty. If I go and look at certain websites, or if I'm looking at certain photos mm-hmm. online, I will be aroused and I will want to watch pornography or something else. Right. That's just the way it is. Exactly. But because Jesus says the, the light is the eye to the body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Whatever you look at, it goes into your heart, mm-hmm. and then that's what comes out. It's a right. heart issue. It is. I got to protect my eyes. From what I see, we all do. There's yep. stuff that will come up on on TV or on the, you know my device or whatever. Dude, I gotta like get out of that page quickly, and not even if I'm not even looking for anything. Right. Yeah. But what happens? You look to look and see something is not the sin, but then when you start imagining mm-hmm. and, and taking it to that next level, that's when it becomes a sin. Right. Yep. Exactly. And if you don't have those safeguards up, what do you what do you expect is going to happen? Again, Jesus says the eye is a light to the body. For sure. And that's what opens the Pandora box. Yep. Yep. And our hearts, deceitfully wicked, the Bible says, exactly. man, it get caught up. It likes to uh, play with sin. Mm-hmm. We are all the same. Every, listeners, we are. we are all the same. We, we are, are. We are living in the same world. We have the same temptation mm-hmm. as you do. And we're going through the same stuff. And it has to be a relationship and the power of God in our lives. And see, when you have the Holy Spirit in you, when you have that relationship with God, the Holy Spirit speaks to you. If you're looking at something that you're not supposed to be looking at, you'll know. The Holy Spirit will clearly speak to you. But if you call yourself a believer and you're not getting those little stop signs, yeah. well, are you walking with God? Right. Because if you're not seeing that stuff, then the Holy Spirit's not working in your life. Exactly. That's the bottom line. Right. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. Right. The job of the Holy Spirit is to reveal stuff that is unholy to you mm-hmm. to get out of that situation. Right. If that's not happening, you're like, oh, you know, I, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to me. Well, you need to really get into a real relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Exactly. There's no power in your life, basically. Yeah. No. Nope. You know, your dad would always say that the Holy Spirit, it's like an alarm in your heart mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. And you, you do see that after time. Like you said, like different things, you start maybe you're, you're at some place, you're around some place, or uh, you want, you see something on television. It's like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Like, I right. got to change it or I got to get out of this relationship. And that is how God speaks. And like you, Ryan was just saying, you can receive it, the conviction, or you can reject it. Mm-hmm. And God gives us the ability to reject that conviction so we can, um, I, and so we have that, that choice. But, uh, <laughs> but right, if, you reje- if you reject that conviction, you could get yourself in a lot of pr- issues. Right. No, right? it's true. Let, let, me sure. you, let me give you an illustration. So you're driving down the street and you're going through a, there's, there's a four-way stop. Well, right. you have the choice to stop or to run the run the stop sign. 
just like the Holy Spirit, those stop signs come up. And if you run that stop sign, there could be an accident on the other side. Exactly. And those that's what the Holy Spirit does is he puts those stop signs up right. in your life. And what happens is. What are you going to do? Stop? Yeah, or, or just it. keep running them. Yeah. You keep running them. It's going to go down. Exactly. And that's what happens with people. Mm -hmm. You keep running those stop signs of the Holy Spirit, and then you end up in this situation where you're watching pornography, your wife's about to peace out on yeah. you, and you're going, now what? Exactly. Well, dude, the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you the whole way. It's mm -hmm. You didn't just end up here on no. one wrong turn. There's been, and this is what happens with me. This is what happens with Sean yeah. and Melinda. This is what happens exactly. with us. Exactly. You know, it's very, very simple. The more you ignore it, the easier it gets to do what you want. I, I remember Jake Smith said this too. Mm -hmm. People always say that terminology, oh, he fell in sin or he fell in sin. He's like, you don't fall in sin. You walk to sin. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's not you like run. a hole. It's not like a hole like you actually fall. step into. You walk into it. All the signs are there. There are multiple things. Right. God's speaking to you, but you're just like, just you walking don't fall off. <laughs> you don't fall. You just walk. How yeah. did I end up here? Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy that people, like, actually, like, think that. Like, how did this all happen? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Where, you know, it's like, really? Like. I know when I'm doing something I should not, should not be doing. Right. The Holy Spirit's speaking to me. We all know. Yes, we I all mean, know. I mean, you know. We all know. We can pretend like we don't, but, but we do. But thank God for the grace and the mercy. Right. That's why what's so awesome is that as the Holy Spirit speaks to us and we, you know, we may be messed up here and there, whatever it is. God forgives us. There's grace and there's mercy, and God will continue to forgive us and use us. And um, but what happens is you you sin less the more you become into a relationship with God. It's not it's not like a free grace card. Like, yeah, just keep sinning. God right. forgives me. No, the more you fall in love with God, and the more the, the more of a relationship you have with Him, the less you sin. You don't even want to sin because you have the Holy Spirit inside you. Right. You have. God's Holy Spirit inside of you. So when you have the Holy Spirit inside you, you don't want to do stuff that's unholy. Exactly. You don't want to sin. Right. Your body appetites will come out here and there, but because you have the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, you don't make a habit of sinning. Right. See, because there's a lot of people just use that grace card, like, oh, I'm just forgiven. Right. Well, do you have the Holy Spirit in you? Yeah. Right. You won't, You wouldn't have to really worry about that so much if when you have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, as you we were talking uh, throughout the this, this show— Understand, there are, like I was saying a, a couple of minutes ago, people are going through a lot of tough times. Mm -hmm. There is spiritual warfare. In the last days, there's going to be a lot of testings that we're facing. But God is able to overcome any of your struggles, any of your trials in your life. But you have to be connected. Right. You have to be willing to yield to the Holy Spirit in your life. You have to be able to die to yourself so that God can reign in your life. Don't let sin reign over your life. Don't let sin be the king of your life. Let God be the king of your life. Let him direct your steps. He doesn't make mistakes. We have the ability to do great things for the Lord, to serve him with all of our hearts, all of our lives. But we also have the same ability to, to do our things in the flesh. But it's all about who are you going to listen to, the Lord or your flesh, the enemy, the world. Right. We all make decisions of who we're going to serve. And when you listen to your flesh, you get robbed of life. Exactly. That's the bottom line. God has tons of blessings for you yep. in your life. You just got to follow him 100%. And uh, every day you wake up, just go, God, what do you want to do with my life today? Mm. You know, speak to me, use me, do whatever you want to do in my life. And that's, uh, that's where God starts moving and shaking things around. Sick. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. That was right. sick. Yep. Peace. <laughs>
This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.